Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom reigns in this place. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. Glory to Jesus and Amen. Thank you for turning in once again on this wonderful program, Freedom Experience and Experiencing Christ Teachings. This is Pastor Dennis Matov, other from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. We come to bring you wonderful teachings uh, concerning the experience of Christ and to show you the, the, the building materials that are in the scriptures. When we look into the scriptures, we pass by the letters because we know that the letter kills and we go to seek that spirit of the scripture to find out the, in, the, the meaning that will lead to our experience of Christ and enjoyment of Christ in his word. We, in other words, we seek the life which is in the scripture and the spirit which is in the scripture so as to see that we enjoy uh, the wonderful secrets in the scripture. And we call these building materials that we are to use to build our spiritual life as the church, as believers individually, to see that we are fully grown and mature in Christ. It is the word of God that is always going to build us to be like, like, like Christ himself. Remember, in the Old Testament, the children of Israel, they had to feed on manna in the desert in order to have the constitution of God within them. If God wants us to be like his son, he will feed us Christ so that we become Christ. You see, if God wants us to be godly, he will feed us with the, the food that comes from God, which is the word of God. So we know that we are built up with building materials which is which are found in the word of God and even today I believe that the, what we have brought you as today's portion will bless you wherever you are God bless you and uh, if you have missed all our previous ministry please visit our website on www.freedomexperienceministry.org you are going to find several hundreds of uh, teachings and devotions for you to enjoy God bless you as you reach our site. You will not regret in Jesus' mighty name. Today let us go into today's portion, which is exercising our spirit. Exercising our spirit. Now, when we talk about exercising our spirit, you wonder, but the Bible tells us to, to, to do exercise in our spirit, spiritual exercise. I'll first read you that scripture. I believe it is... Um, 
it is in first timothy before we go to find out what it means to exercise our spirit the bible says in uh, in uh, timothy i believe first timothy i'll get you the verse whereby it talks about bodily exercise and uh, spiritual exercise so when we talk about exercising spiritual that is first corinthians chapter 4 verses 7 the bible says that but refuse profane and old wives fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness we have got to exercise ourselves unto godliness now if we are to understand exercising our spirit we've got to see such scriptures even verse 8 says that for bodily exercise profits a little but godliness is profitable unto all things uh, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So in order for us to come to this uh, realization of these scriptures, we have got to discover what it means to exercise our spirit and how is it done. And as we are doing this, this is the best spiritual exercise that the Lord requires us to be doing as children of God. According to the Bible, we see that man is is being a, a three a, a being of three parts, is tripartite. He has got a soul, a spirit, and a body. And we see that a lot of people consider the soul to be the spirit, and they think that they are the same. But it's not like that. They are they are they are distinct from each other. When you read First Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-three. Paul was praying to the Thessalonians and told them that, 1 Thessalonians 5, he, he told them that, you, I pray that your spirit and your soul and body be preserved complete. He separated the three. That was indicating that the soul and the spirit, they are distinct from each other. They are different. They're not the same. So, uh, we see that the body is also different from the soul. The soul is different from the spirit. So, although the spirit and the soul are close together, uh, as marrows uh, and bones are, are close, they are they, they, they are separatable. They can be separated. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, that for the word of God is living and operative and sharper than any double-edged sword and piercing even to the dividing of the soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. So we see that the word of God has got the power, the activity to, to, to separate the spirit from the soul, to separate the marrow from the bones. So the word of God has got that agent. It has got that power. It's operative, sharper. So we must discern our soul from our spirit. If you want to exercise your spirit, you must know that your soul is typically different from your spirit. So, the functions of the soul and the functions of the spirit are also different. For example, with our soul, we substantiate, we realize the things in the psychological or mental realm. You, you understand the things in your mind, with your soul. Even, even if they are spiritual things, for us to understand them, we are supposed to use our soul so that we substantiate psychologically in our mental realm, such as thoughts and feelings. Feelings, 
for you to prove the feeling you have you are going to substantiate it with your soul you see the thoughts you have you are going to that's the work of the soul but with our spirit we substantiate the things in the spiritual realm especially god himself we realize him without the spirit you cannot see god you cannot realize god you cannot substantiate god is not going to be a subs is not going to be substantial is not going to be a substance so it is with our spirit that we are going to substantiate realize god in his reality the bible says in john chapter 3 verse 6 jesus was saying to nicodemus he told him that that which is born of the spirit is spirit so if we are born of the spirit we are we are also having spirits in order for us to keep on contacting the spirit which is god so this shows that we are regenerated born of god in the spirit and inside of us we have the human spirit when you come to john chapter 4 verse 24 the bible says that god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truthfulness which is reality so we are commanded to exercise our spirit if we are to come to worship god now this show shows that our human spirit can contact god and also enjoy god just as a radio receiver uh, substantiates the invisible radio waves and it makes them real to us uh, in our human spirit even us we we can substantiate god the invisible god can we can make him real and practical to us you see if you have a radio at home you realize that it picks the radio waves in the air and turns them into music into words people speaking in your radio box so that means that the radio is there but outside there are radio waves that we cannot see but they are, they can be substantiated by by uh by the radio box is going to substantiate them put them in real reality the same applies to our spirits god is always there 24/7 is everywhere but how are we going to substantiate him we need to contact him with our spirit first timothy chapter 6 verses 16 the bible says that who only has immortality they are talking about god he has immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach and to whom no man has seen nor can see to whom be honor power and everlasting um everlasting amen so we see that here they are showing us that god dwells in an approachable light we cannot approach him with any other means other than the spirit and if we have the spirit of god we can approach no flesh can approach god and live he dwells in an approachable light we need to substantiate this god with our spirit because it is the one that is born of the spirit when you come to second corinthians chapter 4 verses 13 the bible clearly tells us that 
in 4.13 that uh, we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I have believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. That is, we have the same spirit that God has got. So we are able to contact him as we exercise our spirit. So we must discern our soul life from the, our spirit life. And uh, uh, if we are to exercise our spirit. Now let us consider what it is to exercise our spirit. What does it mean? To exercise our spirit is to use our spirit to carry out its natural function. It has got its natural function. The reason that's why it is living in us. The spirit has got its natural function. Just like the eye has got its natural function. So when we walk, we use our feet. Because the legs, the feet, their function is to walk. So when we listen, we use our ears. Because the functions of the ears is to hear. And when we pray to contact God, that's when we are to use our spirit. So these prayers that we pray when we are still in the flesh, they count to nothing. If we are contacting God with spirit, we have got to turn to our spirit. Most people do not understand why Jesus says in Matthew that if you want to pray, uh, enter in your closet privately. There is what it means. It means also that we are to enter in our spirit if we are to contact our Father in secret. The Father sees in secret means that He sees in the spirit as we turn to our spirit to pray. You come out of your outer body, your outer soul life, uh, then you enter in the Holy of Holies, your spirit. So he wants us to contact him in our spirits. He wants us to go into our spirits to contact him. That is it. So we see that uh, the Bible contrasts bodily exercise with the exercise of the spirit. That one we saw. In First Timothy four seven, it 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 shows us a difference that we need to exercise our ourselves unto godliness, and it shows that bodily exercise is profitable for a little. If I I pray, and I'm always in my flesh, I will not benefit myself. If I use my body, exercise my body to help out to meet my physical needs. It might profit. But the same bodily exercise profits for a little. But godliness is profitable for all things. Now, godliness is, in, is the expression of God in our daily living. The way you live out God. When you are godly. When you express God in your daily living, your contact, your contact with Him. Through your contact with Him. You see, as the indwelling spirit in your spirit. The moment you, if you daily contact him, you are a godly person. That's godliness. You express the God you have seen, the God you have received, the God you contact with your spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verses 9 and 10, it says, Romans 8, 9, that, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. If the spirit of God dwell in our spirit, then we are of the spirit. We are not of the flesh, Paul is telling us. 
He goes on to tell us in verses 10 that, and if Christ be in you, okay, verse 9 continues to say that, now if any man has not the spirit of Christ, he is not of his. 10, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead, but because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. When we add on also 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 22, Paul was praying the, the, the prayer to Timothy and he told him in 2 Timothy, he tells him that uh, um, the Lord Jesus Christ be with thy spirit, grace be with you, amen. So we see that in our spirit, there is the spirit of God. In our spirit, there is Jesus Christ. In our spirit, there is God. So if we are to contact him, we have got to turn to our spirit to use the right, the right, the right fun, the, the right what? Uh, function. The right part that is supposed to contact. The right element that is supposed to contact God, which is our human spirit. So, to exercise and to godliness is to exercise our spirit to e express Christ in our daily life. You exercise yourself unto godliness, it is to exercise your spirit to express Jesus Christ in your day-to-day -day life, in your daily life. To exercise our conscience is also to, to exercise our spirit. Remember, Paul says in Acts chapter 24 verse 16, he says that because of this, I also exercise myself to always have a conscience without offense toward God and men. So to exercise our conscience is also to exercise our spirit. Because he says he was exercising to have a clear conscience without offense toward God and toward men. So the conscience is part of the spirit according to Romans chapter 9 verses 1. The conscience is part of the spirit. So the Lord is calling us to learn, to exercise ourselves, to exercise our spirit as we are contacting him. Amen. So I believe that now you see the importance of your spirit. From the day it was enlivened and quickened, it is supposed to, uh, to practice and exercise to see that it contacts God through prayer, through worship, through uh, communing in the word of God. That's how we exercise our spirit. We exercise our spirit in several ways that are indicated in the Bible. So to exercise our conscience is, is to, to be void of the offense, is to exercise and uh, and. Uh, to be void of offense, you see, and uh, is to exercise our spirit. You, you want to exercise your spirit, that is to exercise also your conscience. Because the conscience is part of the spirit. When we pray to confess our offenses and our sins toward God and man, that is, you are exercising your conscience. It is also exercising your spirit, opening yourself to the Lord, from the depth of your being. So, we not only receive forgiveness and cleansing, but also, as we are repenting, we are contacting God himself as the spirit in our spirit. So, the moment we pray, 
we continue to pray, seek God, worship. We are not only uh, blessing God, but we are also contacting Him. We are not only receiving forgiveness, but we are also contacting Him. There is a two-way traffic. So, we also exercise our spirit when we read the Word of God in a prayerful way. That, that's what we call to pray, read the scriptures. You, you see, we have got believers who just read this, the scriptures in a fleshly way, in a carnal way. They just read as if they're reading a novel or any other book. In that way, you have not contacted God. You need to come to the scriptures with your spirit. And the only way you speak to come into the scriptures is to pray, read. You read a short verse and pray with that verse. Father, I thank you because your word has told me that I am crucified with Christ. Right now, I'm being crucified. I'm enjoying the crucifixion and I'm experiencing the crucifixion of Christ. You pray as you read the scripture. That is when you are going to contact the scripture with your spirit because prayer is the way to switch to the spirit. Okay? So, that is it. So, we see that the Bible has told us that we need to pray, read. Remember Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 to 18 says that, And receive the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which Spirit is the Word of God, by means of all prayer and petition, praying at every time in Spirit. In other words, having received the Word of God, then pray with it with all kinds of prayer. Now, by praying in our spirit, we receive the word. Amen? So, if we learn how to exercise our regenerated human spirit, our living contact with God will increase. You have a deep relationship, communion, a powerful contact with God. It's going to increase and your Christian life will be greatly enriched in the name of Jesus. This is this message is talking about how to exercise our spirit. And I, I think I've tried, I've tried to show you several things and I plan to wind up. I've told you that man has got three parts. Yes, the spirit, soul and body. The spirit is that which contacts uh, God. The soul is that which contacts the spirit and the body. And the body is that which contacts the world. So every part of the body, every part of the, of man has got its own function. This time you have been seeing the function of the spirit. We know the function of the, the soul is to use the faculties of mind, emotions, and will. And uh, we know the, the functions of the body is to contact the world, to enjoy whatever is in the world and to enjoy each other. But the function of the spirit is single to conduct God. That's why we have the Spirit to fellowship with God, to commune with God. So the only means I've showed you uh, is for you to pray, read the word in a prayerful way, worship, and then you'll be contacting God spontaneously. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov Oda from Kampala, Uganda. Freedom Experience Ministry. We love you. God bless you. Please visit our website. Try to see that you enjoy everything that is uh, put on our website. You are going to find several scriptures, several devotions, several 
uh, audio messages. You are going also. You can also visit our radio on Freedom Experience Radio. You can check the website www.freedomexperienceministry.org. Stroke Radio. You come to see wonderful programs that we have, and the music and every other stuff, and all the prayer program and the teaching message program that is on the radio. Visit us. Write us. Contact us. We want to hear from you. God bless you. And if you like, you want to become a blessing. You want to become a sponsor, a support to this ministry. You know everything will carry money, even for you to hear this message costs money. Everything to be put in place will cost time and money. So you have got to bless us also, because we have blessed you with spiritual things. The Bible says says so in First Timothy six six verse six. So you have got to participate with those that have taught you. We have out of things to meet so we need your partnership we need your sponsorship we need your support if really we have blessed you you can visit our website and donate so that we keep on uh, ministering so that that website that radio keeps on serving you so that we keep on doing whatever we do so God bless you if you do so in Jesus mighty name once again this is Pastor Dennis Mato from Freedom Experience Ministry Kampala Uganda we love you God bless you. Bye-bye. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Ministry presents the Experience Christ Teachings with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Listen every day from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. and repeated still every day from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. East African time. Tune in that you may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth and experience the fullness of Christ, who is your life, light, grace in every part of your being. Don't forget, every day from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. and from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. East African time. To listen to previous messages, please visit our website www.thefreedomexpressministry.org. Be blessed.